Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Touched by Horse. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, and I'm here with your host today, Julie Myers. Welcome back, Julie. Hi, Chris. Thank you. Good to see you again. Good to see you again. We had an awesome conversation last time, and on the heels of that, we had even more to say that we couldn't squeeze into uh, 20 minutes or however long we were together uh, about values. So I'm so curious. Like, tell me about values. So values they're relatively new to me personally hmm. in my journey of life. Um, I followed what others said I should do mm. or what others said I shouldn't do. And I believe that because of that, I ended up in a place in life where I wasn't very happy. Mm. And I know in the last episode I mentioned that, after my sister died, somebody asked me, you know, Julie, what do you want in life? And I said, I just want to be happy. Mm. And they asked me, What's, what, well, what would that look like? What would make you happy? And I had no idea. And so in my journey, what I've learned is that by coming in touch with what my top values are, mm -hmm. which are not easy to figure out, it seems like it would be, but they're really not. Yeah. Um, now, when I make decisions, when I have a tough decision to make or even a small decision, but especially the tougher decisions, I really go back to what is most important to me. Mm. Um, and my top values are personal integrity, um, making a difference for animals and kindness. Mm. So, you know, in my life as a kid, I can remember things like a snail that had been stepped on. And I, I cried and I got down and I put the snail in a little box and I buried it. And mm. I stopped eating um, meat when I was eight years old. Mm. And so animals have always been such a big part of my life. Yet, because I didn't feel good enough in math, I didn't go down the path of being a veterinarian. Mm. I did many other things. I always had pets, but I never incorporated animals in my life in terms of um, just the larger picture. Yeah. And now I get to. So stepping into what I'm doing mm. now allows me to live within my values of making a difference for animals. Mm. A big part of why I came into this work um, initially wasn't necessarily to help people as much as it was to give horses a voice mm -hmm. and to have people see their intrinsic value as healers and as so much more than just beasts of burden. Right. So um, values guide our life. They are what create where we end up in life. And those of us who come from families where you know, healthy parents, I think, really, really encourage kids to know who they are and to learn about themselves, not just to do what I say and live under my thumb. Mm -hmm. And so kids who grow up knowing what their values are, knowing what's important to them. And when I say values, I don't mean things like my family's important to me. Family's important to many people. Um, it's more like, um, you know, making a difference in life, connection, mm -hmm. joy, um, professionalism, trust, and those all are great values that we all probably want, but only a few truly, truly, truly guide us. And values are not 
they're not the things that you learn along the way. They are intrinsic to each of us that we are born with. Hmm. And that's why it takes a lot of exploration to figure out what our true values are. I had to go way back in my past and Hmm. look at critical moments in my life where I felt totally in my truth, even as a child Mm. to say, Oh my gosh, that experience when I did Mm -hmm. X, Y, or Z, that really shows me who I am on the inside. And so now today Mm. that I'm aware of those values, when I make decisions based in those values, I don't feel questionable inside with myself. I don't, I'm not hanging on the shoulds of others. I'm, I'm moving forward in, in what's important to me. And it, it makes a huge difference yeah. in where I go. Yeah. What do you feel like is um, the obstacle? I, I agree with you. I feel like for me, there's a lot of personal work that has to happen to really get to what your core or authentic values are. And, and, and until it's, until I got to those, it's a lot of just, adopting the values that you hear are important. Like, oh, I value love or I value family. Or I... So what gets in the way of us finding or, or connecting to our values? Well, from my own personal experience, I can say that growing up in an alcoholic home where there was a lot of rage, mm. um, there was a lot of like, don't rock the boat, walking on eggshells, my own authentic expression did not happen. And maybe it did in some avenues, you know, it did when I was out with my horse or it did maybe at school with my friends, but I learned to not be me. Mm. And I learned to um, do what I was supposed to do Mm. and to be quiet. And, um, you know, I think that there's a saying, compare and despair. So the more I would compare myself to others, mm. whether it was for, you know, I wish I had that car or I wish I had that job or I wish I was as thin as, mm. as the models on the front of the magazines. Mm. Um, I was hiding who, my true self for who I was. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing is growing up in trauma of any form, whether it's, um, you know, there are tiny things that people might not think are trauma, but they, but if it's something that affects a person on an internal level, um, Mm. from something small up to something horrendous, Mm. trauma doesn't allow us to grow either and, and know who we truly are. So many of us who come from traumatic backgrounds or have had traumatic experiences, Um, especially in childhood, kind of grow up doing what everyone else thinks we should. And, Mm. you know, being afraid to to be who we truly are because then people won't like us. Yes. None of this is conscious. Most of it is very unconscious. Yeah. And the further, isn't it like, this feels true for me. You tell me like the the more we live life pushing it down Mm -hmm. and uh, the more we, the harder it is to, to know what we want. Like what makes us happy? Like, what do you want to do? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I know from my own experience growing up, um, you know, with the bigger traumatic experiences that I had, um, I was raped when I was 12 and then I was mm-hmm. mercilessly bullied for it at school. And so I would come home and I would binge. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. I would hide in food and I would stuff down all my feelings and I didn't feel any of what was going on. Mm. Um, other people turned to alcohol or drugs mm -hmm. or gambling or sex addiction or love addiction or porn addiction or whatever it may be. And um, I know for myself, I'm also uh, the mother of a child who's in addiction. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of addiction in my family. And I, I'm a member of several different 12-step groups and I, I work on, on my own issues there. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed with individuals that I know, and, and I, have, I have personal experience with people who've spent time in jail, spent time in prison, and there's a feeling of, oh my gosh, I have lost so much of my life. I've lost this many years mm. in my addiction. Mm -hmm. And when we're stuffing down our emotions and we're covering up the, the reality because it's too painful, um, you know, food was not my problem. Food was my solution. Mm. Drugs and alcohol are not someone's problem. They are actually the solution mm. to the buildup of of painful emotions that we can't deal with that often come from trauma. Hmm. And so people coming out of addiction, they oftentimes have no idea who they are. And so working on values, really getting to know, okay, what are my top values? Mm -hmm. So that as I move through life and I make decisions, decisions as, as, as large or small as, which elementary school to send my child to, or which college to go to, or who to marry. I mean, giant things yeah. that if we're not really connecting back to, okay, what's the most important thing to me? Mm -hmm. And knowing that clearly, we end up going down these roads that are not, mm -hmm. they're not congruent with who we are. And yeah. we end up questioning later on going, oh my gosh, how did I get here? Why am I here? Oh, it's so powerful. I can see that all over the place. All the, all the unhappiness. I mean, it said, said this way, when I think you're living life in alignment with your values, the things you value, you have a direct access to joy, to happiness. When you don't, you have to look for joy and happiness in other things that often don't have it because it's not the thing you value. Yes? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, when I started learning about this for myself, I just was blown away by the realization that mm -hmm. I, I ended up where I was in life based on the decisions that I had made. Mm -hmm. Yes, I had traumatic experiences. Yes, there were times I was victimized and I don't discount that. Um, but as, as a 40 something year old woman, most of the decisions that I'd made were based on fear. They were based on, mm -hmm. um, you know, everybody else not agreeing with what I'm doing and this sense of, of shame in, in a lot of things. And, you know, had I learned a different way, I wouldn't be who I am and I have mm. no regrets and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change any of it, but I see so many people that I could help. And, you know, parents, parents want to do the best they can for their children. And so if, if I can support parents to support their children to know who they are mm. and grow up with a strong sense of self, mm. then joy in the family is going to become the norm. Um, mm. And as a teacher, I see so many instances where that's not happening 
-hmm. not because the parents are, are intentionally doing anything wrong, but because they just don't know how, and they haven't figured out their values for themselves. Mm. So my yeah. goal is working with parents in order to support children. Yeah, it's beautiful. How, how do I get a beautiful sense of what's possible living from a place of our values? And I also get the, the flip side of that, which is what is life like when, when we're not in touch with our values, but how, what, how to bridge that for me? How do people start to access their, their true values? You know, I think that pain is a great motivator. And so, you know, I could ask anybody watching this right now, what motivates you to wake up in the morning? What motivates you to get out of bed and go to work? Mm. Because you absolutely have to, because you've got to put food on the table. You've got to take care of your kids. You've got to pay those medical bills. So is it dread that's, that's causing you to ugh, drag mm. yourself out of bed? Mm -hmm. Or do you wake up excited to go to work because it's something totally in line with your values and you feel congruent in your body, your mind is happy, your heart is happy, and you get out of bed like, oh, cool, I get to go to work today. Mm. You mm. know, and so I think that what motivates us, or, or the question that you asked, where, where's the bridge, mm -hmm. is when you reach enough pain and you, well, for me personally, that's what yeah. I went through. You yeah, know, I get that. And questioning myself, like mm -hmm. waking up and going, okay, I am really not happy with what mm -hmm. I'm doing. And what is the next chapter of my life going to be? <laughs> and I have a choice in this. You know, everybody in my family lives into their late 90s. <laughs> so for me today, I'm 49. <laughs> I'm only possibly, if I live as long as everybody else in my family, I'm only halfway through my life. Wow. So what do I want the rest of my life to be? <laughs> I have a choice. <laughs> I get to choose okay, I'm going to move forward in joy and have joy be my goal. And I'm going to learn as much as I can about myself so that I make decisions that are congruent with me. And I, so, so I can be happy mm. or I can just continue on this road mm. that is mm. really not that exciting. Yeah. When you, when you get to that place of, I don't want to live like this anymore. I want something that feels more true. How, and I know obviously there's way more to this than can happen in a, in a couple minutes in a, in a conversation, but what are some of the high notes for finding a value? So let's say I want to live my life in joy, but mm -hmm. certain there are like a, just a handful, two, three, five values that, um, that I was born with. How do I act? How do I find that? How do I access that? Well, this is actually where the horses come in so mm -hmm. beautifully. Um, when I first started doing this work, um, I, because I had had my physical boundaries crossed and my sexual boundaries crossed, mm -hmm. The thing I desired the most was to have trust in people and to be able to have trust in relationships. And what I learned is that trust is so foreign to me mm. that it can't possibly be one of my values because it's not intrinsic within me. Mm. And when I go in with a horse or when I have a client go in with a horse and we're, you know, the client's saying, saying what maybe they what they think their first five top values are mm -hmm. um you know we'll, we'll give them they'll maybe come up with 10 words um connection joy love responsibility you know whatever it may be mm -hmm. and then they go in with the horse and it's like okay what are what two mm -hmm. do you feel the strongest with right now and maybe they'll say okay responsibility and joy mm -hmm. and then they're walking and, and it's like okay 
speak about responsibility. How has that shown up in your life since you were a child? Hmm. And they'll be speaking about it. And the horse may turn around and go the other direction. Hmm. They speak about joy. And maybe joy has never really been there. It's a desire, but the horse comes up close hmm. because horses know when what's in our heart and our mind are congruent. Hmm. And, you know, some of the words are really tricky, some values hmm. like responsibility. Hmm. Because for me and for many people I know and who, who I've worked with, um, they might say, well, responsibility is, is one of my top values. I've always been so responsible my whole life. Well, if you look at their history mm. and you look at the kind of family they grew up in, maybe they had to be responsible mm. because maybe mom was drunk and they had to take care of the kids, something like that. Mm -hmm. And so responsibility is more a muscle that they have developed Yeah, and they'd actually kind of like to shed it to some extent. <laughs> yeah, Their truth so is good. more yeah. like, you know what? My truth is more around joy. I'm going to step into joy. Mm. Mm. So it's really figuring out what the truth is. Yeah. And the horses are master detectors at what is truly inside of us. It's so powerful. I love this because I feel it's so good. Because I feel like people, um, you're right, like we'll, we'll, the whole values thing as an adult becomes this wordsmithing exercise. And then we look at like this evidence we've gathered over our life of like, well, I'm always responsible. And so I value responsibility being responsible or responsibility when in reality like you said that's an that's a learned behavior over time because you had to be not because it's what you actually value mm. yeah and finding our top values is not easy it takes mm -hmm. a lot of exploration it takes mm -hmm. a lot of work and um mm. and that's where coach you know as a coach i can really help somebody yeah. and the horses can too yeah. and you know in my own journey of figuring this out I remembered back to really specific incidences as a kid where, um, you know, my friends were doing things like cutting the roses in the neighbor's yard to make bouquets for our mothers. And I remember feeling so awful inside mm. and rotten and I didn't participate. I didn't step into the woman's yard. I didn't give my mom any of those roses. I felt mm. so yucky inside. Mm. And so that was a memory that, Hmm. A coach helped me find and go, hmm. wow, that's personal integrity. Hmm. And I found several other moments like that. So it's, it's really sifting through and looking through your history to these critical moments of either yeah. intense sweetness or intense pain and looking at hmm. what was my reaction here. Hmm. And that really helped me get clear on what my top values were. That's amazing. I can see how powerful that would be not only having a coach who I think it's important that somebody who's walked through that yeah. shadow to, mm -hmm. to see what worked and didn't work, helping guiding somebody else who's trying yeah. to find values as well as the, the partnering with a horse that can also be a mirror or, or reflecting back whether it's mm -hmm. authentically uh, true or not um, yeah. would get you there so much faster. I think a lot of people um, sort of tiptoe their way through it sort of you could journal your brains out and still have a hard time accessing what it is if you don't have a guide and, and uh, something like a horse to partner with but. and that's what's so great about gestalt because mm -hmm. gestalt is experiential so mm -hmm. you know I can take a client back to some of these memories and help them to feel it in their body a big mm -hmm. part of what I've learned about gestalt is the somatic experience of events in the body mm -hmm. and so 
the more powerful events, they're still in our cells and we remember them. Our cells remember them. Mm. And we can, I have, I have ways that those of us who've trained with touch by a horse or, or maybe some other somatic training have ways to really go back in and access those. Wow. And so the stronger memories really, really help us to figure out our values. Yeah. Wow. So powerful. I feel like this is such important work. I love that um, all everybody touched by horse is bringing important distinctions for people to access. But I've, I love this conversation with you and values. We haven't had a conversation around values like this yet. And I feel like, um, I don't want to overstate it, but I feel like when you find values, you just unlock a whole new possibility yes. for, for what's in your life, in your life. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. all of the training that I've done, I ha there's nothing that I do with a client that I haven't gone through myself, that mm -hmm. I haven't learned on the, the personal level mm -hmm. in order to understand it, you know, inside my body so that I can then take a client through it. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's changed my life. It really has. And, you know, I work, the clients that are coming to me most tend to be women who are aware of incest and sexual trauma in their childhood. And starting there, working through the trauma, working through, um, you know, discussions with perpetrators, discussions with people who should have been there and weren't maybe, or many different things. Um, it's like, what's next? So then we work on values. Who are you? Who do you want to be? Mm -hmm. um, you know, values set the direction of our, of our life. Mm -hmm. And we have a choice as mm -hmm. to making decisions based on what's congruent for us inside of our bodies and inside of ourselves mm -hmm. or decisions, you know, basing it on someone else's expectations of us or what they think we should do. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a choice. And yeah. so I invite anybody to step into making the choice that's congruent for them to find happiness. It's perfect. If people want to make that choice with you, they want to work with you. This has been an amazing conversation. If people want to take this to the next level, how do people reach out to you and work with you? I can be reached at Julie at serenityhorsecoaching.com or you can just go to my website www.serenityhorsecoaching.com beautiful julie great conversation today thank you so much i love this about values like i had some major ahas I, now i get to go um capture those really quick before they float away and um and do my own work on that but thank you so much yeah. for this conversation until next time yeah absolutely thanks chris